Hello and welcome to When Will It End? We come to the close of what I believe is our longest series, right? This has to be the longest one so far. 12 movies. Yeah, because uh, Fast and the Furious, the Furious verse is only at 10. Yeah. That was the longest. And that's honestly coward numbers compared to this fucking <laughs> war horse. This unkillable. Hey, I don't know who the freaking undead uh, being is. The freaking uh, the guy in the movies of Jason or of this the, the movie about the movies about him. Uh, the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Welcome, huh? we, welcome, to Will Dan. We watched them. We watched all the movies. We start. We watched the movies. We started a series of movies at the beginning mm-hmm. at Friday the Thirteenth. Then we do part two, and then we do part three, then we do the tired, final bud. chapter, and then we do the new blood, and then you we do like Jason Returns, and then we do <laughs> no, the new blood is seven, no, and... five is a new beginning, six is Jason Returns, seven is the new blood, eight is Jason Takes Manhattan, nine is Goes to Hell, ten, Jason X, Freddy vs. Jason, and I feel like I skipped something along the way. No, I don't think so. No, really? That's you want to do it again, though? No, I don't want to. You should, great. It's the first, the thirteenth. You, you did then, skip Friday the Thirteenth. No, which, I said at the beginning. Uh, well, I know, but the second one's also called that. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. No, no, sorry, the twelfth one's also called that. Uh, which one's Final Friday? That's the one I missed. Oh, the yeah. Final Friday. Fuck. That's is it? Well, let's go through it's it. Jesus again. Christ. Well, there's Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Uh, final. Uh, the final chapter. Yeah. And then Jason lives. No, no, no. Jason lives is six. Five is. Five is. Are you fucking... seven? Is new blood? What's five? Five is five is not Jason's. They gave it a name that indicates it's different. Fuck. Uh, five is so four is the final chapter. Friday thirteenth, the new beginning. It's part five. A new beginning. Then new blood is seven, and then takes Manhattan is eight. Nine yes, is goes to new hell. Blood. Ten uh, is Jason blood. X. 11 is freaking the craziest thing of all time, which is Freddy versus Jason. That's nuts. Yeah. And then this is the reboot. We did it, babe. All right. And I hope you episode. took notes. We're not doing that again. Yeah, not doing it again. I'm Charles, by the way. I'm Josh. And if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> uh, my guy, go back and listen to the- Or girl. Or boy. Or person. Or, or living individual. Or Jason. Or Jason, if you're listening, uh, it's Charles's fault, not mine. And I'm mommy. If you're listening, Jason- I'm mommy. That's why I've had this urge to keep you in my basement locked in chains. If anyone listening to this is still alive, please free me from Charles's basement. Because you're mommy. You ever hear that story about the Greylock Estates? Charles drowned in that field because <laughs> I was too busy jerking off. <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> and all my yeah, neighbors that's... would be like, oh, here he goes again. Not unforeseeable. Where, yeah. Whatever, I'm not going to help. Actually, a uh, funny story. Well, I love a funny story. I'm going to backtrack immediately. Hold on, a story. A story. <laughs> a story. I would say a funny in terms of odd occurrence with the neighbors. Um, you've seen our Christmas tree. It's a behemoth of the spirit of It's Yule. the biggest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> nice reference. Um, our neighbor, I was walking Wink in the morning. It was about 6.30 or 7.00. Um, the neighbor pulls on. I was watching Survivor, of course, so I had my AirPods in. I had to take them out, and I say, "What did you say?" And he said, "You're doomed." <laughs> he said, "Love the tree, love the tree. That's awesome. Love the tree." I mean, this is the kind of neighborhood where when you they're like, "Look, these new fucking weirdos moved in. One of the big tests mm-hmm. are going to be how they handle Crimbus. Are they going to do good? Is it going to be bad?" Right. Because their fear right now is that you're a big Halloween family. That's obviously the number one fear. Yeah, we weren't. 
Nothing. Right. Did zero. We bought candy and ate it ourselves. Well, I didn't eat it because there's no vegan candy really other than like Swedish fish, which I really like. No, oh. there's the the chocolate peanut chews, like Goldberg's peanut chews, like 20s <laughs> not, candy. Not even your Goldberg's peanut chews. Oh, my God. It <laughs> sounds like an old lady's you, Your hatred. Wood. Oh, uh, <laughs> the guy who played the sheriff was from Hostel 2. Okay. Cla- Richard Berge. <laughs> Good vibe on him. <laughs> Good vibe on that guy. Uh, so we're, we're we're we made it to the end. We made it. We I are think, the we're what final girls. We're the final girls. Yeah. Uh, and I think just like them, we're a little dazed about our our journey. It's a little yeah. hard to believe that we get to leave this world. But Charles said something very sweet to me at, while we were watching the 2009 reboot of the series. What Charles, you've struggled at times along the way. Like Jason, you yeah. have a single minded mission, but you've struggled along the way. That's true. I can think of many many times I've struggled. Right, but uh, you seem to reach a moment of clarity. A, a cl- yeah, you burst through the cloud bank. Yeah, into this beautiful, still, ethereal world of of greater knowledge. Right. And what was your what? What did you tell me? I think I said just this is great. No, okay. You said you were happy we watched the series. Yeah. and High fived me. I am happy. We you watched had a good old time. And we gave a high five. Ka-ka. And that's the first time we've ever touched. And I yeah. gotta say. Didn't care. Well, we for docked it. that one time. Didn't care. Okay, that cut that. Cut. <laughs> so uh, this movie is filmed in 2008, comes out in 2009, and is hilariously as much as we have ridiculed the rest of the series for being cartoonishly of the moment in a way that like shows how quickly they made these movies back in their heyday. This movie is lovingly just as committed to being a hilarious snapshot of the late aughts, which is great from the horrible attire. To the, mm. I mean, the fucking the opening sequence. Okay, well, we, we this movie pays tribute to basically the first four movies, yeah, which, which is, is inc- brilliant, brilliant. So, this is why this franchise is so hard to deal with, hard to rank, hard to look at. Because once five starts, every movie after five is like he's Frankenstein, he's a zombie, he's a space mech. It's like they... Some of them are funny. Some of them are psychic yeah. teens. And some like, of them take Manhattan, sort of, kind I of. I like there. it because it like, really is like, it doesn't matter. Jason is this, like, we we all get the joke. Jason is just a behemoth of murder, and we don't care. Let's do fun shit with him. That's why the going to space thing is so perfect, and it works so well. But for a remake reboot, capping this at four and paying such deliberate beautiful homage to those four movies movies that i don't like i mean at best i i I've, I've, they're okay especially one and two i just don't like them and to see this is all i wanted was to be like you can make a good movie one could have been good this is one that's good well beautifully because, look, sitting down for this, I was like, man, if this is like a faithful remake of the first mm. one, fuck me. That I don't even understand what that looks like. You know what I mean? Well, like, they make coffee for a couple minutes <laughs> in the final third of the Where's movie. Where's the camp? <laughs> well, it's down that a ways. Don't go. I will. I don't know. So, I mean, the fact that we get the last seconds of one as the opening, hilariously hammy opening to this movie with, a, you know... The, the the lady doing Jason's mom in this is basically doing my my stock uh, pet cemetery voice. So I'm like, you you you're gonna die now. You can let Jason die. I've got to kill you. And That's we see great. little deformed Jason watch that. Cut to our first set of sexy teens 
They get Wait, dispatched. Cut already, to the real. Oh my god! Can the we structure is slow brilliant. it down because it's true. And I want. No, we're, we're going to slow it down. Yeah, I'm just saying. Structurally, we get <sighs> a really a, a wonderful nod to the hilarious. Uh, the, the introductions to the first four movies, of course, are all little flashbacks yeah. and at times uh, painstaking recreations in yeah. miniature of the prior film. Incredible. So we just get a little taste of the of the the basic thing that we know from the end of one, which is the actual plot of the entire so here's, series. That's the thing. This is this is why this movie it obviously has decades to work on and everything to correct, but it does it, and that's like you watch the first movie, it's like a Jalo, or I mean, not in style and not in you know anything good, but it's like. Most Jalos are murder mysteries, and at the end, you learn the secret of why this per- person is murdering people. And it's like for a franchise that's about Jason to have a movie without Jason, and you learn about Jason in the final minutes of the movie from a woman wearing a terrible sweater. It's like I kind of like the sweater. You like the sweater? Okay, I don't like. The it's sweater. a sturdy cable knit. I don't know. It looks itchy. That's true. Yeah. Um. So just like immediately, we're like, why is that? What? This is it. It's like a, it's a Jason's. You like learn all this plot at the very end, and this is like. Oh, no, it's a one-minute flashback where you learn everything, especially if you've seen all the old movies. Like, it all makes sense. And that's such a perfect way to fix the movie is to set up Jason so that we can then enjoy Jason. Right, and I think that... I'm not even that interested in the trivia around this movie, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not that interested in the the reaction to it. I'm certain there's a, a reactionary part of the fan base who hates this for reasons I don't care to even open the door to but there's something so wonderful to approach this as two two lovable ding-dongs mm-hmm. we weren't raised like look i'm not trying to alienate our audience here but th- there is that world of like the horror movie vhs fucking geek wad and like oh the only way to watch the horror movie is the bad vhs on daddy's couch or whatever and it's like it's sad it's pathetic yeah. grow up like I, mean, live- I love watching movies on daddy's couch no, i know for a fact you don't <laughs> He didn't even allow you to watch that many movies. Yeah, I had to watch like, Pulp like Field of Dreams with morning. all the cuss words edited out or something. Yeah, I never seen Field of Dreams. That was because there's ghosts. Why had too many? Your women dad's kind of like communist China. I think it had too many women in it. Too for many my women. Dad. That's the, my number one problem with Field of Dreams. <laughs> all the broads in it. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, he was no, afraid but, after that. If well, he kept, he didn't build anything for years. Thought all the. And were, like, Daddy, why won't you? He's like, they might come. They might come. They might come. And I think it's a myth, women coming, Ugh. my dad said. Well, there we go. Got that one out <laughs> of the chamber. Um, Wait, so, did we get the fake gun? No. Let's drop the fake gun. Yeah, it's over yeah. there. So we got to approach this remake really with a spirit of not venerating every inch of fucking the, the entire franchise, much of which is bad yes. or, or tiring or weird or just all over the place. This kind of blew up my rankings. It, it, this mm. rose to a level I didn't really think it would. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're totally right. Like the our whole major issue with the first phase of the franchise, and it finds its footing with three, which I like a lot, and to a lesser degree four, which is beloved by the fans. But and by the, me. It, it fixes all of the pacing problems. We were a little worried going into this. This is more like an hour 45, and it mm-hmm. was a blast. It flew by. I got I, the extended cut, by the way, which great. I'm sure those those that first tit scene was probably cut out of the theatrical release. And There were so many good kills in this. Oh, my God. I don't know. I, I think that we got to approach this with the, the virginous purity of a child, much like Satsuki and May discovering the forest. In My Neighbor Totoro. 
Yeah, if you're Patreon subscribers, you'll hear more about that in a few days. In our new series, Talk and Toe. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, we fucking had a blast watching this. Cause again, I thought that like my fear was, you know, after our longest series to date, we would stumble into the 2009 remake and just be faced with something so awful and tiresome yes. that, that what seemed like a long walk would, would, would just dribble away even more into the, the pissy waters of Camp Crystal Lake. And instead we had a fucking blast. I loved this Ginsburg from Mad Men's in this. The opening is hilarious because it's a bunch of people awed by the powers of GPS technology, iPods. And forest weed. And forest weed, which is just <laughs> no, fine. Let's, 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 let's linger just a bit on the opening because I think that's what why this movie is so successful is the amount of time they paid to the gambit, which is a, a phrase I've used before, is started MacGyver and such like that. But it means like that opening scene, which doesn't really make... Actually, this does carry into it because it's about the missing sister. But it's like... Whitney. It's a contained moment where most of it doesn't really pay relevance. And they did such a good job creating characters that I liked watching and listening to that we were like, wait, how is this movie going to be more than a half an hour? And I was like, oh, because they made a second cast of characters that were equally fun to be a part of as we watched them die. So this movie, my big complaint about the first ones were everyone's boring. The murders are boring this sucks and it's like oh all i want to see are people having fun hanging out we get the vibe of them they all are their own unique characters and then we get to watch them get killed by the jason well i mean also you think about how the 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 budget for this was like 19 million dollars which to be fair to the early ones got like fucking like a sack full of, of shit sand or whatever <laughs> yeah. and like build a fucking a townhouse out of this so it's just crazy that paramount after like steadfastly refusing like nickel and diming these early film filmmakers works uh, in this series to a level that's so fucking threadbare that it's insane that they like actually made a a reasonably budgeted horror movie for for the the context and for the era and it, it's I don't know this was awesome I'm a little verklempt right now you know yeah, I'm, I'm glad you liked it because initially when we first started uh... well okay Th- there's a couple things about this that are a little troublesome but it seemed to self-correct as it went weirdly but like this being the aughts this being a post batman nolan series a post hostile series a post saw series etc there's a few things i was really worried it was going to get caught up in and they ultimately steer away from them the shaky cam i think sucks and the early choices to invisibilize jason which again it, I, I i spoke too soon it pays off later this is one of the best jasons we've seen so far i'm glad you yeah i i know what you're saying in the opening scene but i think they played the opening in the same way that the first movie spent its entire time playing him close to the chest this was like what kind of jason are we getting and i sort of liked that we got his brute force but he wasn't on screen until the actual movie like the, yeah. the second half or two-thirds or whatever yeah um Honestly, I was distracted for most of the the back part of the movie because I was just thinking about how I could find some f- sweet forest weed. Yeah, I know. I was so, googling forest weed of New Jersey in Massachusetts? Question mark. It's a good Google. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's gotta gotta be there, right? This movie had it all. We had Lady Ralph. We did have Lady Ralph because you know what? Uh, in New Jersey, state bird. Oh wait. No, no, I know this. I know you know. Come on, buddy. It's a bird, right? No, it's not. That's the whole thing. 
Stay for the mosquito. Yes. Stay for the mosquito. Stay for the mosquito. Stay for the mosquito. Oh, I got we, it. We have a uh, cartoonish hillbilly who licks <laughs> who licks Hustler magazine and smoke it a weed. So good. He was great. Yeah, he's like uh, you, you almost you almost pushed the starter button on the can of whoop ass. Yeah. But thankfully Mr. Garrity, this is how he sounded to him doing his accent. Yes, I'm the I'm the redneck. Hello. I'm the Welcome. redneck of New Jersey and Mr. Garrity is not happy that you're on his land. It's like, "Oh, jeepers, y'all almost got me all in trouble." Uh, he has a fuck mannequin in the attic. Gina? Yeah. He says that he lost his virginity to her and she's yeah. as tight as the day they met. Which makes sense. Because she is uh, made of plastic. Unyielding plastic, right? I don't think I'd want to fuck tight plastic. I would not, my friend. I don't think I want to fuck tight now, plastic. Look, uh, if he pulled aside the curtain and it was mama's fresh apple pie, fresh out the oven, mm. and all my friends in high school had told me that it was, well, you know, akin to, you know. Wait, what? No. What's that? Is that a boink, a boink, a boink, a boink, a boink, a boink? Basketball? You know what I'm talking about. Penis. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This was great. The casting was great. It's so wonderful to see fucking Ryan Hansen, a.k.a. Was it Kyle Hansen? Fucking the handsome guy from Party Down. The boat stealing guy who gets shot in the head with arrow. Such a great scene. Such a good scene. Yeah. So the, the the lady getting stabbed in the head, and then he pulls pulls her up out of the water. It's not just to reveal her, you know. Boink boink boink. Ball again? Yeah. Okay. Um, but we get to see just a cool machete death, and it's always nice when people find a new spin on the machete. You know, mm. we've seen so many machete deaths over yeah. these movies that he that, that I felt like was like weirdly innovative. Yeah, it's no. I mean, it's, it's playing off of that's this. This is why this this movie could have failed so easily because. It's doing two things at once, and if you push either one too far, the movie will implode. You're either being too referential and it's annoying, or you're being too far out there and it doesn't work with the vibe. And this somehow found that middle lane and just right. coasted the whole way through. Were, were you thinking at all about Cabin in the Woods watching this? No. I but was I, a I, now that you mention bit. it, I. Because, like, Chewie and Lawrence's dynamic, Ugh. where they're, you know, first off, their energy, Who are fantastic. You? In our relationship? Yeah. I think I have more of a chewy vibe. I don't know. I mean, Lauren's Maybe sitting I'm... alone smoking weed and trying to jack off in someone's living room. <laughs> in their that, living room. I was like, room. you know what? This does... cavernous living room. I gotta say, Lawrence, t- today, friend, we are one and the same. I rarely jack off in other people's houses, but when I do, I, I mean, we were talking to Allison about this, why men jack off in the corner. I think it's because you don't want to be, you know, there's so many vantage points in that giant, spacious living room. I would never jack off there. Well, now we have that on the record. I'm I sure never would. A grateful nation will rest easy tonight knowing that you would not do that. A year from now, there's a headline. I don't think you're Chewy because Chewy is kind of an all-out party animal mm. and a dang-ass freak, and I don't think you That's are. That's true. Now, you are a scared of girls like Chewy. Yeah. And I do think that if you tried to do a cool fire shot, you would mutilate your face. Actually, somehow. that's not true. Wait, have you done one? I have done what? one. What? I... So... At Hampshire, when you graduate, or whatever they call it at Hampshire, when you move on or whatever, pass on, die, Tessellate. yeah, yeah, you, uh, because the tradition at Hampshire is every home tournament um, for frisbee, they invite the alums like me now back to play in their home tournament, and they the final game is always alums versus current teammates, and the ritual is in the spring, or I guess in the fall because you can graduate either one, you the people graduating becoming alums. 
drink a flaming shot of Fireball. Oh, wow. Or actually whatever's on hand. I think mine was Fireball, but um, you can do anything. It's so thin and mini. It's really good, especially when it's hot. But yeah, you do... Um, you. We did it differently at Hampshire. You light the alcohol. I think you'll find we actually did a lot of things differently in <laughs> yeah. Hampshire. It's not your normal liberal arts college. Right. It's actually quite a uh, little outside the box. That's true. Yeah, most people Big have a... fourth meal energy at Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you light it, and then rather than blowing and sucking like that woman told me to do... And there's nothing more erotic when a woman goes, first you blow... And then you suck. This is yeah. That's we were talking probably off mic about like jack off instruction stuff, and it's like that's not fun. Don't tell me what to do. We weren't talking about that during this. Stop bringing up jacking off for one second. Oh my god, dude! So you've done the shots. What's the secret? Do you just so, sort of throw it? No. So what? What we would did that was, just send like a wall of flame I at your d- face? Yeah, that would suck. We use our palms to cup it. It puts out the flame and gets the, the cup to stick to your hand. And then you pop it off and drink it. Wow. I don't think it would have burned his mouth. Okay. I think the trick with alcohol is that it just burns the alcohol. So it wouldn't make anything else hot. It would just... I got a mustache. You're saying it would burn your stash? If you put flame on my mustache, it will burn. I'm saying once it's out, I don't think anything's hot really anymore. Well, once it's... Okay, I see what you're saying. So the whole bit in the movie was he blew it out. And he broke the chair of whose daddy? Why Trent, don't you Trent? Trent's daddy. Uh, Trent fucking rocks. So let's let's take a couple steps back because we've we've exited. The opening has uh, a, a fucking. We meet five people all looking for forest weed. They're one of them's a freaking nerd. He loves. He's like he's a Star Wars. Nerd. I'm a big fan of the global positioning satellite or a GPS. It's, which is so. I remember those days when like someone get, like getting a Garmin with like a fucking rental car. Oh my people God, like this yeah. is nuts. Yeah. But we're so fucking old, we printed out stacks of MapQuest instructions. Yep. Um, so there's five of them. They're looking for forest weed. There's two couples and the the nerd. And uh, great casting from everyone. I loved watching all of them interact. They were actually funny. I laughed in, in earnest at what they were doing. We get to see Ginsburg from Mad Men fuck someone, which is always a great thing to have in a, in a production of any kind. Yeah, and then um, there's the other two, which is... Clay, the later character's sister and her boyfriend. Whitney and Mike. Yeah. Um, they discover bum, Jason's bum, bum. cabin, which... And his Betty by, which I, honestly looked pretty snuggly. Yeah. It's nice to imagine Jason snuggling up in it. Well, it's, it is cool. We'll talk a lot more about Jason later, but this idea that... I like that the shack in two is fun, but I like that they actually said, oh, wait, this is his old childhood home, and he's just been brewing underground, creating this cavern of torture. Wait, We're you, not didn't, even torture. you didn't like it in nine when we find out that Jason had a nice big house that was like a mansion. <laughs> yeah, God, what a fucking awful movie. Or in ten when we learn that he's uh, in space, he hates water, and his parents. No, that's and... eleven. Oh, sorry, in eleven. Yeah, how dare you? Sorry, sorry. Mix sorry, up sorry, Jason sorry. X and Freddy v Jason. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Very different movies, my friend. Um, but the deaths in the opening twenty minutes are incredible. You get a, another return to the sleeping bag, but instead of getting pummeled against a tree, it's set on fire, and she just waits to get cooked alive. She gets roasted like a freaking wiener dog. Yeah. Um, the guy who uh, talks about eating someone else's leg. Did you catch this? Ginsburg from Mad Men. Ginsburg from Mad Men talks about if he were starving in the woods, he would eat one of their legs. But, oh, wait, he gets bear tr- bear trapped. Re- not reverse bear trapped, but just Normal regular. bear trapped. Traditional bear trapped. Yeah. Um, in the leg and then is uh, executed by machete. Machete, they, he chop his freaking head, not all the way in half, but it I goes love like, that. Whoosh. When it gets stuck in the skull. Yeah, it's That's cool. a great Jason kill. Yeah. Um, That's classic, Jay. 
How did Mike even die? Oh yeah, he gets, gets the floorboard stabbed stabby. through the floorboards, and then he just gets. See, this is when I knew I loved the and new. And he gets dragged into Jason. the basement of death. Especially if we went back, which I'm never going to do, and watch the first one, like the, unlikely, yeah, the visceral, like he's getting torn through the floor by a big man, and it's like this is how we meet Jason. What a difference! This is how we want to meet our our big killer. Well, I at first was wary because I was like, I he seemed. I like, as listeners recall, I like a big chungus Jason. I like mm-hmm. a big pile of Jason, okay? <laughs> so I was a little worried that this Jason was not going to be chungusy enough for me. Huh. Well, let me tell you this. My fears were put to rest yes. when we saw how freaking chungusy and fast new Jason is. I got to say, I, I think three will always be my favorite Jason. I think Brooker just is so actually scary and cool looking. Let's do it. I was. I think we're going to have some segments this episode because it's such a big yeah. franchise. Um, I want to do MVJ, and we can definitely pop that in right now. Most valuable yeah, Jason. I'm going to ultimately go my top. I'll give you a top three Jason. I love that. Jasons. Yeah. Okay. Number one, I'm sticking with Richard Brooker. And three, I think that's just that's Jason. They finally figured out who this guy is. He's he's here. He's queer coded and he's not afraid to shoot you in the face with a harpoon gun. So I think that was my favorite. I'm going to go. I realize I have to give a tip of the old cap to Kane Hodder. He did put in yeoman's work on the franchise. I think Jason X is my second favorite Jason. I think we just get a nice. This is it's like the build up to this Jason where he's still big chungus moves around great. And I still think that, well, I'm not going to give away that thing. There's a a Jason kill in that movie. I think is my favorite kill. But I realize. X. Which wait what oh, oh you're yeah, saying we're saving MVK I'm MVD. sure. Oh well, let's change it to MVK for this one. Yeah, that's cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then for three, I'm gonna go ahead and put this Jason. Wow. I I, I it was a, it's a stunt man I mean, year There's not I much left after this. No, it's all kind of downhill. Yeah, De- Derek I got the list in front of me because I, okay. I could see where you were going. Uh Derek Mears. Yeah, Derek Mears M- Mazaltov. Mazaltov to you, sir. Um you might think you said before we like right before we started recording just to get me on my A game. You're like you always have prime. What is it called? Primacy re- relevance. Yeah, prim- <laughs> I said primacy relevance, recency bias. Yeah, I think sometimes you get very excited. Like I think some of your survivor rankings are impacted. No, okay. no, no, no. Okay, um, but I appreciate your concern. But um, this is I will explain to you why I'm giving it to Derek because not only is Derek's the most intense. I love I love a three. Um, definitely. What was his name? Richard Brooker, the great Richard Brooker. Definitely gets second pick. He's incredible. There's just an energy about Derek that just captured what I want out of a Jason. Well, He'll you, tear you, you through you the floor. To this, but him sitting at the the grinding stone, and that's what I want to talk about. Sharpening next. his blade. That's like brilliant, Jason. Yes, world expansion. Like this is such a silly franchise about a, a demented murderer, and it's like this actually takes the time with such like effortless storytelling to just be like no this is a man who has been living in the woods after watching his mother get decapitated he knows how to sharpen a knife he knows how to set up elaborate systems of keeping track of his kills and like he has such more of a presence in this movie than any other one so i love his energy and i like i like that they gave him a tiny backstory too and again an inspired interior decorator because yeah. that that basement crawl space murder dungeon yes it's remarkable he takes the house and you said most people would say a crawl space and, so, and go and go yuck yeah jason says i see an opportunity and that's called the grind mentality you hustle your way to the top or to let the me bottom. let me say this you know look freddy versus jason we tried it it kind of sucked Freddy vs. Jigsaw, hold on, not in combat, hold on. 
basement decorating. <laughs> Imagine those guys freaking in the in the home goods together. Wow. Fighting over some chains. Yeah. Some blunt tools. <laughs> Maybe hot topic would be Maybe a hot stop topic. too. Oh my god. You know, I always think back to what a hot topic used to be when it was like a scary place for like mm-hmm. buying vinyl pants like and 90s. shit. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. it was like weird and like Before really had, like, for a subculture like, where they wouldn't hire you if you didn't have fucking face piercings yeah. and shit. And then, like, before uh, me and Ali saw my neighbor Totoro the other night, there was, like, the Hot Topic Studio Ghibli collaboration series. Oh, my God. And I was like, man, has that brand changed? Yeah. Cute zombie Mickey Mouse or whatever. Yeah. That that place is, uh, I don't know, I, I, I went in. Now, you noticed early on in the credits, we saw an old friend. An old friend. Down by the blank mm-hmm. where the watermelon grows. Back to my Michael oh, yeah. Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Michael Bay with this team, Bay, Form, and Fuller, they produced the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake in 2003, mm-hmm. the Amityville Horror remake in 2005. So this is sort of part of a whole other. We will likely encounter this production team down the line. And I got to say, you know, I'm speaking with absolute ignorance about those two franchises, but. Yeah. I'm, that's kind of cool. Maybe when we inevitably get around to doing those, we'll yeah. be given a treat like this. I think what Zoomers, well, they'll understand different things than me. I'm not going to put this in a in a sort of ranked sense, but like what Zoomers will never understand is the remake, reboot, not only heyday, but just everyone fucking hated it for some reason. Like everyone's going on and on about reboots and remakes. It's like, uh, this just this is what fran like now we're stuck in mcu where we just get endless mcu shit and it's like remakes are fun reboots are fun and especially going back and seeing how they correct from the first one this is so joyous well I, I fucking just the other day there was some stupid article about american culture is finally shit the bed and it was like <laughs> um in the in the 80s there were these things called original movies or something and it's yeah like, shut the fuck no, up they're jason worse. rocks i don't need it, at this point i'm sure there are people out there who are livid that this movie exists just because it's not like from their precious childhood like memory palace that they've imprisoned their entire identities mm. in hey you know what's lucky What's that? Uh, Roger Ebert was dead when this movie came out. <laughs> so he didn't have to see it. <laughs> uh, sometimes you are much the emotional Jason with an abrupt kill. <laughs> yeah. But no, like he hated these movies, man. Can you imagine if he had to review another one? Yeah. It's... Poor bastard. I mean, being dead sucks, but what's, I mean, it's, it's a good thing he died when he did. Yeah. But also I think about like, you know, in my job, I get edited every single day all the time. <laughs> Being an editor is so fascinating. To, to see people take this, at this point when this is released, 30-year franchise, and basically recut the beginning mythos into an, a brand new, mm. sleek, funny, actually kind of sexy at times. Like, I don't know. It feels like everything of those movies... like. I wasn't afraid that there was going to be accidental child born in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was pretty confident no one almost died doing a stunt. Yeah. And like a lot of those stunts and a lot of those sex scenes are bad in the early ones. They don't look good. No. It's not like that was the secret sauce. Like fucking malfeasance and negligence was like, that's what this needed. This is like a fun, well-made, quick moving movie. I, yeah. I'm kind of taken aback. Yeah. I want to talk about Trent though. I'm a little. I want okay. To let's get to the main cast because this is where this is, as you like to say, the meat the yeah. sweet, sweet, delicious meat. meat, or as you would put it, the ooh, uh, the t- tofu g- gluten, the glug, the freaking yes, uh, the tofu uh, glug. Uh, oh, the tempeh, the the what's the the 
Mm, I'll have some uh, tempeh burger. That's oh, you, fucker. That's me. Yeah. Why do I sound like that? I'm Charles. Oh, yeah. ha, 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 ha. That's pretty good. I love the movies. I mean, it's a common misconception, but if you're going from a meat diet to a vegan diet, you don't just have to use replacements. I mean, you know, just a simple rice salad. Would... Listeners, just hit the forward button. It's like 15 seconds. We should be talking oh, about probably a few minutes. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm going to give you a recipe, my friend. Uh, and here's a little Camp Crystal Lake s'mores recipe. One part graham cracker, Vegan. one part marshmallow, Vegan. one part uh, chocolate bar, Vegan. one part dead topless counselor. What? What? That's so That's silly. Crazy. <laughs> Served bloody. So we a uh, quick cut away from the the death of um, well, we think the death of the final girl. You thought she was dead, probably right? When the bear trap guy gets his head cut in, and then it's like she's like ah. Yeah, Whitney is like. We, we we I think she's left at the house or something or like we we think she's we don't dead. know yeah. yeah we think she's dead so then it cuts to the current current present day which is a month later yeah and we get a great two part storytelling yeah there's the SUV full of shitheads who are mm-hmm. horny want to get fucked up and party or are just scared for of Trent, daddy who wants to cheat in his girlfriend and respect daddy's tears <laughs> and then we have uh, essentially they lift the segment of four of the I'm looking for my sister I'm mm-hmm. something of a wanderer the Van Helsing myself. character yeah yeah. Uh, fucking Clay is a goober on his motorbike trying to hang up uh, bad photocopies of his like, where's my sister? Uh, I will say there was a funny subplot on the production end of the movie beginning in the scene in the gas station where there's a lot of out of focus shots, in this yeah. movie, which is pretty funny because it's, it's like persistent. It is Someone's persistent. Fucked up. It wasn't like one day. It seems like there was a continual issue because this is the extended cut. So... Clearly. I remember you mentioned the um what's who's the guy who did call who's the guy who did um the the most recent Mission Impossible movies Christopher McCall McQuarrie McQuarrie I listened to that two part interview that he did or oh, podcast it's so interesting and one of the things I, I recommend it is really interesting is it the Empire I think some podcast from it yeah that sounds it's, right I, if yeah. you if you love series I really think that's one of the best interviews of the filmmaker he's ever. so fun to listen to yes. yeah um one of the things he told us was that um the final scene he with, said gather round Charles yes, Josh I shall tell you a little tale <laughs> uh the scene where he, uh, in the hospital after everything happens in the final one um don't make me laugh Tom Cruise is out of focus because of a fuck up and they didn't like they liked it and it was just out of focus enough. They're like, it'll pass. And I watched it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is. And for some reason, this movie, there's like 40 shots that are like that. There's a ton of coverage shots that are out of focus. It's really weird. Yeah. And then sometimes it's on purpose. And I like, don't even well, think. I think you're being No, generous. there was one that was definitely well, They're hiding purpose. behind the canoes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It, that's a weird production issue, but um, yeah, it does. It, it doesn't knock away. We did notice it though, especially the 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 guy who's behind the gas station pump man. He was yeah. very. He was only out of focus. Yeah, it was what weird. Is, poor. Maybe they didn't like that guy. Yeah, he was kind of fugly. What does that mean? Fucking ugly. Yeah. Or so ugly. I'd fuck him. Forget about it. Like, yeah, number two. So ugly, I'd fuck him. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we have the, the car full of, uh, of uh, fun-loving ding-dongs from college. Yeah. We got Chewy. We got Lawrence. We got the lady that Trent cheats on the annoying other lady with who wants to be with Clay because he's mysterious and full of pain. Mm. Um, we got the handsome the guy and the other blonde Who's guy. the handsome guy? 
a, a party down guy. Ryan Hansen. You think he's handsome? He looks like he's been wearing a bucket all day. That's hot. People like bucket. His hair looks like it's just been like a Lego thing that's been like popped into place. My God, the fucking Wikipedia for this is endless. Of I'm not even going to try. Of course it is. What's his name? It's going to drive me nuts who plays freaking... Uh, here we go. Here we go. Just get a little cast. The great Ryan Hansen. I was right. Okay. Yeah, ben Feldman is Richie, of course. Freaking Ginsburg from Mid Men. He's also in Silicon Valley. Yeah. I didn't even finish Silicon Valley. The juju got so weird around that. I don't remember if I did either. Because TJ Miller fucking seems like a nightmare. And yeah. Thomas Milditch seems like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And I just kind of... The energy kind of left the room. Then you know, Camille Nanjiani's weird transformation into like you know a marvel guy oh yeah know, th- 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 that whole series oh i forgot energy. he was in that show he's prominent Whoa, character yeah the he's the main like one of the first five yeah wow yeah and of course we got amanda Rigetti as whitney the great danielle pennebaker as jenna who i would say is one of the worst main characters in the series she's really does not leave much of an imprint Wait, uh, she's the nice brunette. Yeah, but you know what Trent. we learn is that she's not the main character. That's a brilliant twist. Yeah. Though again, we are. She is framed in a in a fun postmodern way for basically the middle chunk of the film to be presumably the final. But girl. I think what's good is that she isn't good at it. But there's two other storylines going on at once, so it just cuts. We don't. It's not like the first one where once she's the final girl, we're stuck with her for a half a fucking hour. And when she's skewered like a freaking salami sandwich at a fancy luncheon, we're both like, oh shit, but also not that disappointed because we didn't like her that much. Right. We weren't, we weren't surprised or disappointed. We knew it was coming. And uh, before we didn't, though, that was the, it was genius. We were sitting on the couch being like, who's the final? There's three left and I don't know who's going to survive this thing. And then I talked about Paul and all that, but we don't need to go back to And then Paul. they close it with the most loving tribute of all. Yeah. Jason once again leaping like a little fish out of that damn lake. I just this was like really fucking good. I'm like hyping it up to me as I talk about it. It's uh well, we'll I get, think if we'll you enter this in good faith and not like a defensive man child, because I, I assume it's mostly men who would be offended by a remake of this nature. Um yeah, it's it, fantastic. I it just think it was, a, it was it was fun. It, it captured what I love about the series. You were talking about how earlier for the first time, instead of weird stilted dialogue shot and like a horrible single shot from a distance, we get like a real sense of these people. Trent oh, is the so cool fun. rich guy who's mad at everybody, and <laughs> you keep uh, calling him cool. He's, he's so awesome. Not cool. He's such a piece of shit. <laughs> it, it, so fucking, uh, yeah, we meet Clay in the gas station. Be like, please find my sister, please. And Trent's like, hey. Dumb fuck. I'm trying to buy bottled water for my girlfriend. Get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you poor piece of shit. Ugh. I was like, I love Dread. Yeah, there's some class warfare going on when, when yeah. Chewie goes into the big shed and he's like, poor people call this a house. Yeah. Rich there's people There's freaking suck. stoner. There's so much weed ass up in this oh movie. When When he busts out the bong and they're like, and they do, like him <gasps> and Lawrence have their bit about the bong. He's like, you've been cheating on me. I saw you with a bowl. It's so funny. It's fun. I don't even also, like look, weed and it's funny. I'm going to go on the record. <laughs> like to puff a little chiba sometimes yeah so i felt included yeah. yeah would you ever cheat on your bong with a bowl are you fucking kidding me me and my bowl is like this oh i don't, you... I don't have a bong a bong is such an investment i don't like anything be it from kinkier forms of sex to drug paraphernalia the more shit you have to maintain <laughs> clean yeah. invest in and repair it it's a real uh i i just feel it's like buzzkill it's a buzzkill sometimes the quickest way to kill a college student is just to ram a machete into her head. That's you know what true. I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I sorry, saw. I'm not. I'm not subtweeting Jigsaw. I'm not subtweeting Jigsaw. What are you doing on your phone? 
He's sub. He's literally subtweeting Jigsaw right now. Oh, that sent sound like good. It sent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, don't really like getting high, <laughs> but my favorite mostly because when we get high, I bully him. <laughs> no, I do it alone. <laughs> uh, I think the best high I've ever had was on a bong. On a bong. <laughs> I sound this is so... the most grandpa shit I've I, I sound so cool. For, rarely is it clear that you're a little older than me, but that was uh I like bong. I would never own I like one. bong. I got high on a bong. I got high on a bong. I love bong. <laughs> yeah. But um how many marijuanas was in the bong? I don't know. Wow. I didn't how, ask. That's how freaking blitzed you were on the freaking yeah. weed. I like the it's got a nice heft, that little popper thing that you have to pull out yeah i like yeah. that that's nice it's nice the bong is nice we all agree <laughs> bong is nice i don't want to own and maintain one they get so dirty they get so dirty just fucking taking care of a much smaller piece that's Are way less dishwasher safe you can't dishwash a bong it's glass it's resin you have to you have to like yeah, use that's cake isopropyl alcohol or boil it or use there's like there's there's get different the ways tongs, to do it throw it in the big pot throw it in the big pot yeah <laughs> We should start a, a a bong podcast where we talk. talk we review about, bongs, yeah, but and not talk about with maintenance. Weed, just tobacco, just rip tobacco oh, lungs. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna puke. That sounds huge worse. rips. So let me ask you this. Yeah, I found this Jason emotionally effective in yes. a way that I was kind of unprepared for. That's amazing because I was saying the same thing. The only reason why I've always been rooting for Jason, but. It's always been because of the boredom I've been having to sit through <laughs> watching the other characters. This is the first one where I was sad-ish when people were dying and still rooting for Jason. And, and there's that wonderful little detail that I thought was very clever and nuanced where old lady Ralph, because again, anyone can be a Ralph. Anyone. All you have to do is say stuff like, you're doomed! <laughs> They're all dead! They're all dead! You go down there, you'll be killed! <laughs> she, she's like, she says, and I don't know if you caught that, she's like, leave him alone. Just learn to live with him. Yeah. Just stop bothering him. Let him be. And I was like, I kind of like that in this version, like the Crystal Lake locals are like, look, Jason's there. Right. I know it's not great, but he's had a rough go of it. We just kind of let him do his thing. We don't go smoking bongs and having unprotected sex in his freaking house or whatever. Yeah. That was a beautiful little touch. Uh, they humanized Jason like no other movie has, and they did it without really even trying which is pretty incredible. I don't know. My rankings might be changing as we talk. This was really good. And it's a thing where I'm sure I'm repeating myself. Look, we can only have the same conversation as two idiots without repeating ourselves at some point. That's absolutely. Authenticity is a made-up stupid idea. It's a bad idea. I don't really think it lends anything to anything that it was the first thing. And does it even exist? I don't think so. It's usually very no. conveniently deployed uh, by people trying to get a very specific, often reactionary or uh, conservative. Actually, except for Converse sneakers. Oh, my. They don't make them good anymore. When I, I was a boy, <laughs> do you ever look at the old fucking basketball footage, those ancient white men wearing Converse <laughs> yeah. to play basketball? Yeah. How did they not break their ankles? I don't know. To be fair, they're like, good point, good point, That's good true. point. Oh, good point, good point. I say, good sir, I'm open for a pass of the ball. I'm going to pass it to him. Could you please get out of the way? Oh, very well, my good man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, No, but like, I'm sure there are people out there who are like, okay, so I made a huge mistake. I've made many mistakes. Oh, no. Earlier this year, I ran into like a 
a scene stirrer from a scene that I used to be involved in. Okay. And we both liked the band The Grateful Dead. And I was like, hey, you going to catch any of the Dead and Company tour? And he was like, fuck no. John Mayer being in that band makes me want to fucking burn all my Dead records. And then this other ding dong was like, yeah, he doesn't have, you know, grit. And what? I was like, they're... It, <laughs> Don't, it's oh music and songs. If he can do them good, I don't need him to do, smoke heroin for 30 years. Are you crazy? It's music and songs. He's not Jerry, but he could never be Jerry. So why even why it just it's a concept so like stultifying to me where it's like if you're doing something that that like pays tribute to the spirit of this idea and brings enthusiasm and love and commitment to it i don't give a fuck how authentic it is that idea is made up it's irretrievable once authenticity is lost if it ever existed it's it's just gone forever so why spend your entire identity trying to like hunt after it it's very odd to me yeah like Someone, so someone telling you the only way to watch E.T. is on the same VHS copy watches a child or like it's like, no, I want to watch the HD version so I can get a sense of if E.T. got a big dick or not. He doesn't. He doesn't. No. It's a fucking it is not big. No, he's I like, finally saw it. Small. This movie is weird. I don't like that movie. Anyways. So here's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes decades of refining an idea actually make something that at the end of the day has more nuance, texture, and depth to it than the original raw chunk of ore ever could, you know? Yes, imagine a brand new machete. Oh, God. Okay, now that you're done imagining that, imagine it, you know, being used, being hacking people, just destroying things, but also getting a little bit marred and destroyed. Like, sometimes maybe, yes, you yearn for that, Brand new, right out of the bag machete. They come in bags, mm, they right? They do. I go to the store, I get a big burlap sack full of machetes to refill my <laughs> reserves. Um, but then you hone it, you know? It's it's being sharpened, not only through the act of crushing skulls, but through finally bringing it to the stone, the honing stone, later. When you look at the old machete and you realize, no, this is new. This is new. Wow. Make you think. That's the machete metaphor. Make you think. Okay, so this is going to be sort of an unwieldy episode. I think we should start moving into... Like a machete. Like a machete. Let's wrap up this reboot, which basically we really enjoyed and I think pays love and tribute to the series. It's got a two and a half average on Letterboxd. All my friends didn't like it. It's just like... It's the same shit. It's like, no, if you like Friday the 13th, you will love Friday the 13th. Go watch one, two... Five and seven, and then tell me that that this is not like fundamentally in every way better than those. I don't know. Whatever. It's crazy. Yeah, so really good movie. Hey, fucking children out there who you probably like T two also. You fucking dumb oh, babies. babies. Grow up. Your They're babies. bad movies. Okay. If this is new, the 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 T two is bad. Just go back and listen to the episode. We did it. We talked all about it. It sucks. Facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah. Neither does me. Also, all the people saying mean stuff about us. Stop it. It's not funny. Right, those feelings matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, for this movie, most valuable kill, uh, MVK, kind of tough. Great kills in this. I gotta go with the the machete to the blonde lady's head under the dock and pulling her head out of the water. That's just like again, I'll, I'll go back to it. I love that kill. Um, most valuable player for me. I love Trent. I love all <laughs> shit. He's such a piece of <laughs> shit. Such a I love shit. an asshole. And he, and he, this God, Travis Van Winkle in the performance of a lifetime is Trent. <laughs> Mazaltov. What's our other thing? Well, kill. We do rankings. Death. 
No, we'll save the series rankings for when we're done with this. We do we do uh, MVP. We did that. I did that. And MVD for horror movies. But we're calling them MVKs because they're always there's no one's just dying. Also, why not? Authenticity is a myth. Life is constantly changing. The morphology of language is a miracle. Charles, what are your picks for this movie? Most valuable kill and most valuable players. Hard. It's tough. I will say that I left Chewie and Lawrence on the table and both of them were delightful. Yeah, I'm going to start with, I think, MVP, because that's easier for me. Because as I said earlier, everyone has a personality and it's much easier. Like, I think one of the problems with the MVD or MVK for this one is that their style is sort of shaky cam verite. So not all the kills are as like, they're sort of already floating out of my, my, my old brain. Well, also, I want to just point out, I picked a daylight kill. That's true. Which is a fun twist on for this series. I think yeah, kind of a rarity. That's true. And, and that scene, those those are pretty direct kills. I would yeah, say. the 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 guy that you think is very handsome. He got the great Ryan Hansen. He is shot with like Tomb Raider bow and arrow. Like remember that whole like Tomb Raider kicking off the bow and arrow scene again? Yeah, uh, he's like shooting an actual bow and arrow, which is another nice like you think he can barely understand what a tool is, and he's like, no, I'm gonna just use a brand new bow and arrow and kill someone with it because that's what I want to do today like to kill that man in the boat it's a great shot yes um that's a good shot too the quick kill i love a quick kill i think ugh, it's so hard the sleeping bag kill is i a, mean for, for sheer gumption it's delightful that they i'm gonna brought do back. that okay. i'm just gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna cut it around uh, pasta van Gogh. the yeah. sleeping bag kill was my mvp from what mvd sorry uh, MVK. From, i i want to say that's six or no three or four no it's not it's later than that okay i'm gonna look it up I okay that was my mvk from that movie and i love that they have another sleeping bag kill but it's so different um but there's so many good d's like just they're they're all over the place this is this is an exciting that's movie. part seven i was right seven you're right thank you <laughs> maybe the best thing from seven seven is honestly. very forgettable it's not that bad it's just like i struggle to remember yeah. most of that movie um so yeah that's my mvk is the sleeping bag update where she's roasted alive until she dies yeah it's sort of a nuanced take on on a jason class and there's someone watching in pain getting stuck in a, in a bear claw no i was doing sex on her no. i'm ginsburg from Mad Men. um but yeah there's uh yeah i think everyone's death there's nothing there's no like standout i think for me but they're all very good. They're like the gore is good in this movie. Oh, and also I was also irritated by the fucking stings, the music spikes, and they kind of chilled on that. Too, it did which chill was after yeah. the last one. You're like, these are so loud and scary. Uh, I didn't say it was scary. He said, I'm so scared. I had fucking pissed. But myself. the the, the pissed myself the old kid. woman Ralph. That was the last one. I You're think. doomed. The dog jumps out on the yeah and it was so annoying. at the beginning it's like if it's all gonna be jump scares with like blasts of music and shaky cam i'm gonna hate this movie and it is not that thing yeah that was the turning point i think for you yeah um my mvp it's tough there's honestly a lot of everyone nailed it everyone Everyone nailed it from clay being the brooding van helsing god of all the brooding hunks that we've seen and yeah i mean hey you're you're rewatching twin peaks which has one of the iconic brooding hunks of all time oh my god yeah He's a, look. His storylines might be trash, but that uh, we I don't know if I told you we decided to stop watching the show because it is so bad. Uh, season two is really rough. Yeah, we're just going to watch the last stretch. episode. Yeah. We we made it to five, and Amy's like, I don't care about anyone, <laughs> which they did that very well. Has made you not care about anyone. Um, MVP. I'm going to give to Chewie. Yeah, great. Pick. I think uh, Chewie brings. 
comedy is very hard and they've done it effectively occasionally in this franchise but to have I, I think that's what I like about this era I think what J.J. Abrams really did change the game and maybe even a little Apatow is make banter less like Pulp Fiction-y and more just natural sort of like if, if Pulp Fiction and Mumblecore found that middle that would work and, right, and also it has that Whedon-y cabin in the woods yeah exactly we know we're in a we're doing a goofy thing but not in a way that's like uh, irritating or self-congratulatory so that was yeah nice. and I like you know just as like a brief moment when uh, Lawrence has got an axe in his spine screaming in the just walkway and they're all like what do we do and that woman's just like screaming on the floor, like just make him stop it's like it's a really intense moment that could have been funny in another movie could have been boring in another movie and I think it just like nailed the personality and also when, when Chewie freaking he blazes hell and he turns <laughs> around and he sees Jason and he's holding the hockey stick oh goes, yeah are you looking for this so and it's like hell yeah yeah it's great the like, great Aaron Yu the Aaron Yu what is funny about that moment is uh, in his spare time, Aaron, you DJs pole vaults and plays the cello. What? You kidding me? You can't stop this very talented. Guy. Um, for a, a a bit that is so lovely, such luscious, even like to have Jason be the scary guy who is always sneaking up behind you, sneaks up on Chewie. Chewie whips around like, "Oh my god, dude, you scared the shit out of me!" It's like everyone else is screaming at that point or dead, and he's just like, "Oh, dude, you you got me big." So what we're saying is that this movie. What we've learned from this entire series that you have to nail down the asshole, you have to yeah. nail down the go- the goofy stoner, and this they did it. So I mean, like, fucking, this is great. Okay, we now move on to <sighs> rankings, Gargantuan. and it, this is going to be complicated. And I know that you are prone to no, I've I've made the list. You've made the list. Okay, yes. would you like to go first? Well, I was going to ask you, do you want to do it in waves? I think if we go back and forth, it's going to be very confusing. So, so I was let's wondering, do, do you want to do bottom four, bottom four, no, middle four, middle? No. no, you want me to just do the whole list? Break it down, babe. All right. With, with, with give, annotated, but not yes. essay length. No. Um, I'm going to start at the bottom to give a little, wow. you know. Okay. To, you know, so that final first one is has a little impact. I realize when the, the episode is coming out on Saturday, I went the wrong way for my survivor rankings you're a confusing man i feel like starting with number one is you know everyone's gone by that point okay yeah all right so my absolute last place is friday the 13th part five the new beginning spoiler (laughs) (laughs) uh it really dropped the ball on what i consider to be a great turn four was such a fun like Corey feldman's performance and that whole idea of the boy murderer becoming traumatized because he had to enact insane violence after experiencing insane violence it's like this is a a franchise dream where are you going to go with this and then they go to five which fucking sucked and ruined that character god that movie is bad and then a surprise to no one after i've been talking about it so badly for the last 12 weeks friday the 13th coming in at 11 it's just not fun to watch i think the last five minutes are sick, and the rest is really boring. And that's a hard call, too. I think without all the backstory about the awful director and just the energy on set, one might be a worse movie, but five and one are just terrible. Which brings me to the, the second. I'm going to just maybe do these in pairs because they're actually similar. Um, Freddy versus Jason and Friday the 13th Part 2 are two failures at franchising, I think. Um, they're very boring. They don't learn from the mistakes of previous movies, which in the case of two is one. Like it just recreate. It was like a Harry Potter situation where it's like, I need more than the same exact thing. 
And then Freddy versus Jason is the opposite where it's like also not learning from mistakes, but it's just like such a, I mean, honestly, it, it barely belongs in the list because it is a Freddy. It's, it's not a Jason movie. It's a Freddy movie with Jason cameos and it's, it did not make me want to watch any of the nightmare movies. If this is the, the vibe that it gives uh, for my middle, um, God, so confusing. Part seven, uh, as we were talking earlier, sort of just immemorable, not terrible, but just like it doesn't capture the vibe of, especially this one where we have really fun characters. It does return. Maybe it does a good job. Okay. With that, like camp counselor shit, but honestly, it's, it's in the middle. Yeah, definitely taking eighth place is fine for that one. You're going to hate me for this. But number seven is part, fuck, what is it? Eight? Jason Takes Manhattan. I'm not going to hate you for it. I don't, I think there's so much wrong with this that the stuff that gets right, it, it's a, it's a mix, such a mixed bag. I think right in the middle, right? Seven? No, that's, yeah, it's in, it's, it's sort of in the middle. You can't really have a middle with an even number, yeah. but it's near the it's middle. It's near the middle. Um, I think... I forgot two in my list. I'm, really... <laughs> I'm an you, idiot. You like the boat. I hated the boat. You liked something. It's just like, for me, it was a pretty much a dud. It had some fun stuff in it, but overall it was... I don't know. I, 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 I will never watch it again, I don't think. Maybe with you. I would watch it again with you, but I'm never going to seek this one out. This is also one you might not agree with, but I think Friday the 13th Part three takes my sixth place so two of your faves are right there in the middle for me i think this sort of points to where we digress in what we want to watch in these movies um, i love jason in this but i think once again this really this is the one where they all go to the bar right they all go to the bar in or is that two, two. that's two which which is amazing <laughs> i i like two a lot that's a very funny bit it's a funny bit but it's not supposed to be a bit it's just like how do we deal with all these characters i think they realized they had too many um but three that was a 3d one which was goofy like they had a, an upgraded ralph and a bunch of eyeball shit it was very fun um but i think that's what for me really shows that as much as i hate this franchise half of them are good um and i would consider you know Jason Takes Manhattan and Part 3 to be good movies. And this is where you're really going to hate me because coming in at number 5 is Jason Goes to Hell. Just I, an insane choice, but go ahead. I I think... Yeah, so, we all heard your defense of Jason Goes to Hell. Here's the thing is all of these movies have problems up to this point. Up 5 through 12 are all a mixed bag where some of them are much worse. All the bad things outweigh the good things or it's more even. And I think as bad as the plotting is in, in, five, in, in 9... Yeah, nine. Jesus, there's so many of these. There's so fucking many of these. The plot is bad, but the characters are good. The cinematography is good. The kills are good. Everything is good. And I think for a franchise where I just want to watch Jason kill things, um, I'm fine with it being a little loose and being a little silly. And I think that's sort of like why you admire Jason Takes Manhattan is that it has what you want out of this. So I, I would have ranked this my favorite had the plotting worked, but it just was too loose and too silly and too weird. And then my top four, Jason X, which is such a weird movie and such a weird part of this franchise and why we want a franchise and why we, when we get to part 10, it goes to space. That's what we're here for. Um, and this is where it got really hard. But for me, the top three are third place, uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which I loved. Um, 
Friday the 13th, the reboot remake. And then first place is Friday the 13th part six, Jason Lives, which I don't know. Like this movie, I I think might be better in some ways, but for part six to become Frankenstein, to become comedy in all the right places and to become serious in the wrecks. I don't know. I I rewatched this one last week and it's so much fun. It's just the standout for this franchise. And it's like, this is why franchises are cool is that this would never have worked as a part one, part six, but as a part six, it's fucking beautiful. It's just what we need. Well, Charles, thank you for breaking down your list. I had to do some wild reshufflings. I'd forgotten to include two, like a fucking idiot. I'm glad I went first. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's very complicated. People, it's so interesting to see how people feel about this shit. Yeah. Uh, I posted my preliminary list to Instagram, and people are pouring in frustrations, agreements. It's just such a polarizing series. I think it's so funny given how messy and weird and all over the place it is. Like, it's just so, so strange. Um, okay. So here is my, my list, I think. Cause again, this, uh, this has been a fucking journey. I'm, I'm I like the saw series and I think we're stumbling over something. It sucks to leave these worlds. Yeah. I'm really enjoying this. This one. this is like the part in Survivor when you get to go back over the corpses of your fallen. Oh, they stopped doing that. Thank God. Yeah, I always. It's get so to do annoying. That. It's yeah. so annoying. It's yeah. like ten minutes. I li- though I it is funny when there's someone that. they hated and they're like, "Uh, and Jeff was there." Okay, so here we go. Here's my list. Starting at the bottom, like you, number five is a fucking atrocious movie. Danny Steinman sounds like a fucking monster. Yeah. He looks like a bag of horse shit in the fucking Crystal Lake Memories <laughs> documentary. Just hearing all the stories about him making How does women he come off in that? feel very uncomfortable. He looks like shit and just seems like a weirdo. And it seems like he was trying to make a porno, basically, and, and makes a movie that is, like, nauseatingly bad. Like, I yeah. really disliked Five. It's like getting screamed at. Except yeah. for Reggie's brother, who got done dirty. But Reggie's brother, in another life, you're a king. Okay. My number two bottom, Freddy vs. Jason. I was very frustrated by this Mm. movie. Mm -hmm. They stuff a lot of plot into this very tight vessel that has a lot of Freddy, way too little Jason. The great Jason that we get of him slaughtering teens in a cornfield, immediately they cut away from it. The part I was the most excited about. (laughs) We were ready for that. Just a mess. And the kind of thing where it's like, if if you've been dreaming about this idea since 1987 and it takes until 2003 to make it, you're probably, it's probably a, a bumpy road for a reason. My number three at the bottom. Number nine, Jason goes to hell. He doesn't go to hell. Yeah. It's a very strange movie. They do all this retconning that's really irritating. I just, it didn't deliver on its promise. And while I enjoyed the gore and the, and the effects were really fun in those moments, it doesn't really, it has a lot of five energy for me of just sort of like crazy throwing everything at the wall. I don't so- need a shootout. In a Jason movie, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. Like, we see guns in the remake, and it's because Trent's a fucking dipshit who doesn't even shoot, come close to shooting Jason. He loses the gun by the time Jason kills him. Wait, aren't him. there guns in Jason X? Yeah, but, but he, that's he, in space. So, I mean, like, I'm not okay, going to start picking out technological disparities at that point. Okay. Um, at number four, the first movie. Okay. It's just not fun to watch. And when I try to remember visions from it, I remember the final moments and then a lot of woods. And that's not really... It's odd to me when people do... I've seen some really awful lists. There's one in particular. I, I can't remember if it's The Ringer or Vulture or some fucking stupid Probably website. Vulture. But they ranked Jason X last and that first. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I think um, it's... Uh, sorry to interrupt, but I... This is really nice because I understand, like, 
I get why you would put one above Goes to Hell. I get that, even though I find one to be, we both find one to be incredibly boring. But this, like, I can see why you really don't like Nine. I, I just think Nine is a mess. And as my rankings go up, I think the more the movie knows what it's trying to do, yeah. the better it is. Because that's true. One knows what it's trying to do. It just didn't yeah. do, it didn't really set out to do very much. And it it did it okay. But well, it's when like, you have like a, a fucking, a budget of like six bucks and you thought of the name and title card of the movie before anything else about it. And you're like, Hey, making Halloween can't be that hard. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, come on. But I I, I do appreciate that. It's the beginning of our journey into uh, New Jersey state by the mosquito. It's true. Okay. Um, Above one, number seven, Um, Mm -hmm. some fun imagery. Uh, I like the idea of a psychic teen battling Jason. It's great on paper. It's almost why it's like, could have been lower just because they fucked that up so bad they fucked it's such a cool premise like someone fighting jason it's deeply boring oh my it's just a very boring movie but again it has enough of sort of not modern jason but sort of fully in flight jason where it's like at least i get to see full jason which i would argue the ones below are are even more frustrating about excuse me above seven number two i think two is where the the momentum starts to pick up i really like the weird fucking uh, stew or whatever the weird guy who mm. the, the yeah, lanky pale guy fun. i like his shit at the bar like yeah. what like that's the kind of like grit and and texture that i want in these movies that's the thing with seven i can't even remember who the goofy side characters were like it's it's such a forgettable movie it's so and give me a stew and i'll fucking rank you higher that's the way it works baby yeah stew it up honestly i remember more of the bullshit from five i forgot to put two in my list and my friend aaron dillaway uh fucking messaged me on instagram being like i've only seen the first four two's my favorite what's wrong with you and so I had to rush to correct it. It was very funny. Thank you, That's Aaron. That's interesting. People, uh, well, he saw them in theater, I think, which is also wow. cool. So, Wait, is this the Aaron Dillaway? Yeah. Oh. He's a, a fan of horror movies. It might shock you. Wow. Uh, but it was great that uh, of all the people to call me out about Friday the 13th stuff, it was my friend Aaron. Mm-hmm. Okay. Above two, I would give numero quattro, number four. I For me, this is more middle of the pack because it's not – we, we talked about it at the time. Yep. I like a big old Jason right out front and center. Like and my problem with four is that we kind of don't really get as much Jason as I would like. Yeah. And as much as I love Crispin Glover and Corey Feldman in a genuinely bizarre performance that is very memorable. Oh, that's right. It's a lot of fun. Oh, so fun. Um, but I want more Jason ultimately. And I didn't really get all the Jason I wanted. Yeah. That's like, that one became much more about the psychology and the storytelling, which yeah, I think that's why I rate it a little bit higher. But yeah, I totally get it. There's- Great points for atmosphere. The scene where the the guy, the fucking brooding loner is is fighting with Jason in the basement is a weird and awesome moment yeah. for that I love. I think memorable moments is Corey Feldman hacking away at the camera. Like I will never like yes. on my dying day I will remember that scene, and I think that's really propels it to a higher part for me. But yeah, an extremely strange moment. It's, it's and, so good. Yeah, and like oh my god. Um, above four, I would put number eight. So wait, what, what, uh, what, land, what part, of, what number are we at? Um, we've done one, two, so oh God, this is so confusing. One, two, three, four. In fifth place, wait, is Jason fifth takes from Manhattan. the bottom, fifth from the top, number five. On the okay. Left. We're on five. Yeah. Gotcha. Great. Um, is Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, we, I understand that, that you don't really like how loosey goosey it is, but for me, it's like Jason's not in fucking Crystal Lake. We're in yeah. this weird, limit, like, fucking limitless boat where anything can happen. <laughs> I love the sauna death. I love the disco death. I love 
Jason killing the punk rapist in the in the dockyards. I love Jason finally being in in Times Square, and I really like that. Uh, I, I can't remember all these directors, but that guy actually had a fun vision and fun idea. Yeah. I think he was hamstrung by Paramount being awful, and that he still last... managed to pull a fun, weird movie out of it. That's the last Paramount. Uh, yes, because nine is is new yeah, line. The, the remake the is the remake, which is number four for me. Okay. Rising in the ranks, number four, the remake. We just talked about it. Um, it knows exactly what it is, and it takes basically the best of the first four movies and adds a lot to it and gives us something that is fluid, dynamic, uh, surprising, funny, and I don't know, weirdly emotional. And I, I really liked it. It may actually, the more I dwell on this, it could even go higher. But for now, I have to be fair to some of the movies that that preceded it, which I really was quite struck by, which takes us to my number three, which is appropriately enough. Number three, number three feels like, okay, we're here to play. Jason has his mask. He's standing in broad light. Well, not not daylight, but like, I think the image of Jason doing the fucking harpoon gun kill under the, under the, the, the light on the dock is the moment where all of this starts to kick into place where it's like, this is Jason. Yeah. He's not in broad daylight, but he is seen, which is the first, like, it's crazy to go through two movies in the franchise and still like have no idea what this man is capable of and what he looks like and what he was like. Ah, it's like this is what he is. This is where we learn that he's powerful. And yeah, it's also the first doing. movie with substantive actors of color in it, which is just like a nice thing to see pop up uh, in the eighties. Like, I think the the biker gang is awesome. Oh, yeah, that's I super love the, fun. the barn. I think the shots are really fun and cool. Uh, I just you know, and the intro in the fucking the fucking. Uh, the bistro or the cafe, what do they call it? And then oh four. I love that whole intro sequence. And hey, just actually to backtrack for a second, I just want to say the intro to four and the morgue is really cool. I oh, like that's that true. A lot. That was yeah. very fun. And going back to nine for a minute, if the entire movie was that one guy eating the heart in the morgue, it'd be the best movie of the entire series. Okay. Sadly, it is not. This takes us to my final two picks. <gasps> At number two, number six. Okay. I'm holding out for my baby at number one. Yeah. But number six feels like Tom McLaughlin had a really fun, dynamic, interesting. Like, when I think of pure 80s bullshit, that's kind of like Jason Six to me, where it's like we're dead in the middle of this fucking franchise, and all of a sudden it's taking on these supernatural, mystical qualities. It's silly and fun. The fucking shot to the the, the child reading the John Paul Sartre book, and like, so like it's good. funny it's and so also good. scary and also just exciting. And I, I thought it was like a, the best slide. If I was going to show anyone one movie out of all of this, I think six would be the funnest one yeah, to show people. It's great. The I, when I was rewatching it, the fucking RV scene I'd forgotten about is so the, the good. RV flipping them standing on top of it is so an incredible amazing. image. And then even the silly paintball people are in that one. The, it's like, well, just her she killing the fucking sad, dumpy, misogynistic corporate drones, and they put on their fucking dead headbands. Yeah. And get oh my oh, god, we got to get some of those matching dead. I, I love it. It just to me that that's the best spirit of like this is fun. It it is silly, but it's not like the zany bullshit of five, and it's not the turgid pace of the first two. It's and perfect. It's just sort of it, – it, it's really something you can have a good time with. And at the end of the day, these are silly and fun, and it's nice that this like captures the best of both worlds. All of that leads me to my number one, Jason X. To take a franchise movie and transmogrify it into a brilliant genre parody – and look, we talked about it in the episode – the thing that I love about Event Horizon is that Event Horizon is like, you like aliens? You like fucking Hellraiser? Bam. One movie. And it's fucking awesome. It's bigger than the sum of its parts somehow and is still hokey and low budget and silly. But 
10 kind of blew my mind. I really liked all the performances. I think that the my favorite death overall mm-hmm. has to be the fucking nitroglycerin face shattering. It's incredible. Yeah. It's an incredible moment. Yeah. And I, 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 I think that's like one of the, that was one of the few times where I genuinely had my breath taken away by this series where I was like, I didn't expect that. And it was fucking astonishing. Was, when they invented like when those guys, those, that's that team of uh, special effects people did that. They must have known. And most importantly, to it. me picking Jason X is a love letter to our podcast. I love you, Charles. I love doing this podcast with you. Yeah. And for years, years, all I have wanted all we have begged from filmmakers is if you run out of ideas for a franchise, <laughs> there is a simple thing you can do. Yes. You go to space. It's number one for you. It's number one with a bullet, a Boom. space bullet. Wow. Because Laser? they took Jason to space and it was fucking awesome. And there were funny parts and gory parts and surprising parts. And he and killed a million people acting. or something. He just killed a ton of people. I really he get super machete. We get holodeck, holodeck boobs. Just across the board, ten was like a love letter to science fiction and Jason and the idea of this is the tenth installation in a long running niche genre franchise. And I don't know. To me, like that's what it's all about. If you can go the distance and go to space and make something that's ninety minutes on the fucking dot and and fun and. I love Jason X. That's the one I want to rewatch more than any of them. Though, honestly, I have kind of talked up the remake to being maybe number two, but we'll go back to this another yeah, time. I, I love the remake. I, I love the, the the thing is we, we struggled with this series along the way, but I would say, honestly, I think the top four or five of this series are movies that I really enjoy yeah. and I would like to watch again. It's true. At its lowest, it's it's really bad and stuff oh, I would never want to see again. Five was exhausting. Nine was infuriating. I would One was nine. boring. Freddy um, vs. Jason was stupid. Yeah, honestly, for me, my, I would watch the top eight again. Wow. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, yeah. Definitely the top six. I think 10, 6, 3, the remake, 8, 4... And maybe two. Those are all ones that I really liked. Seven and one I don't dislike per se, but they're just not that interesting. And then nine, 11, and five are, I think, really bad. But on balance for a 12-part series, I'm pretty blown yeah. away. Um, And I almost... I was afraid you'd hit me if I chose the remake as my favorite. I wouldn't... Oh, I stop know, it. Just, but no, like because it's just that thing you said about the relevant what, re- recency syndrome... Um, but it does like go back and forth in my head. I think I give six the number one spot just because I think it nails the comedy in a different way. Like the remake is funny, but it's really brutal and dark, and it's like much more like an Eli Roth movie. And I think at the end of the day, I like that six had that more of a silly vibe when it needed to, but then still had the brutality when it well, also. Well, also like one through four are really kind of dealing with their own thing and trying to figure out what this idea is. And then five is like, well, let's take a left turn, and it's a turn directly into a wall. Mm. And then they they allow, for some reason, another director to really go to town with the concept and takes it in an amazing direction. So I think it's a fun articulation point in a franchise when someone like Tom McLaughlin comes around deep into something and really figures out what works about it. That's so cool, because I hadn't really thought about that till now, but it's as though six is if, you know, they took a right and the remake is if they took a left because it basically the remake basically is like five through 11 didn't exist. So it really is just like another part six. 
like a sequel, direct sequel to ones through four, not including five. Right, which of course doesn't. Which is cool. Jason, They're very yeah. different, but they have very similar. Like it's it's a cool. I, I don't know. I could talk about this. And bone chillingly, they almost brought back Tommy for the the reboot as a as a concept, and I cannot. Think Wait, Tommy enough. is uh, the, the, Tommy Jarvis, little Tommy Jarvis, Corey Feldman, yeah. and or the other yeah, two yeah, guys yeah. who played Tommy. I'm glad they didn't. I Yikes. like that they just let this continue, and it's as though you know, it's it's like it's, it's fun in the later ones that they're like Jason Voorhees, the most famous serial killer ever made, and this is like. They're still doing campfire shit. We're like, wait, is this? That's why I hated Nine so much because they're like the Jason Burgers, and now we can have sex at Camp Crystal Lake again. Fucking, it's so stupid. And I like that it happened, but I also like that the remake didn't continue. I would not want more of that energy. Yeah. Okay, we we got to bring this to a close. We're gonna bring it to a close. I'm sad, Jason. I love you. I miss you. Well, hey, we got a great series coming up. We got a great series coming up. A little series of films called The Matrix. Oh wait, before we go. Uh, series MVP we forgot. I'm just going to give it to Jason. I'm going to give it to the machete. Okay. Okay. Uh, Matrix is up. We've been toying with doing this for a while, and then the fourth one just happened to come... will be coming out later this month. So we're going to do... I know Kung Fu. We're going to know Kung Fu. You're a virus, Mr. Charles. I freaking hate you, dude. We're going to watch this post-COVID? They're going to talk about viruses? I'm Agent Josh, my guy. We're also going to pop in the Animatrix. So we're going to do the whole thing. And uh, yeah, we'll be talking Merovingian. Yeah. Merovingians. I always forget which one's which. Merovingian guy. What's up next? Um, We've got to talk to the Fartkitect. On their Patreon, we... um, I thought we were going to do an episode about Survivor. And, and then, we did. It was great. We got deep into Survivor. Josh just, we did a good job yeah, with it. Yeah, we did a great job. So you should subscribe. <laughs> it's good. Thank but we will be doing uh, more. Hey, if you want to call in or, or email in with messages about your Friday picks or what you think was the best yeah. or why we're wrong about everything, uh, get them in. We'll include you uh, your message. You can say stuff oh my like God, you guys. That'd be so fun. We hope you guys are murdered topless in the speedboat and you die under the the wharf. And also, I hope you get fed into the wood chipper. Uh, Wait, that's so, awful. I know, but they can say it if they yeah, want. You to. can leave us a message if you leave us a message. We'll play it in the show. We'll play it Unless on you show. say we'll bleep stuff if you say horrible stuff. But we don't have horrible people. Yeah, we do. You don't know these people. They're dogs. Yeah.